Hey, it was good, was good, was good. Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I am one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We have DJ Never here. Yo, what up? We got DJ D Miles. What's good? What's good? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah, what up? What up? What's good, fellas? What's good? Chilling, 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 man. First Not off, too much. First off, I gotta say congratulations to everybody because. Uh, oh yeah. We won the uh, Las Vegas Weekly uh, Best DJ Podcast in Las Vegas for 2021. Yeah. You know, yep. we congratulate <laughs> ourselves over who, here. Who, Yo, who, who was the competition? Of? <laughs> <laughs> like, who who nominated us? Like I didn't even know we were nominated. The That's crazy. Nom- nominated well, it was guys. it was a staff it was a staff pick, right? So yeah, uh, staff choice. Yeah, it was wow. a staff choice. Yeah, I'm, I was a little perplexed with the category like best DJ podcast. <laughs> So I, yeah. I, assume, but I didn't see them post any other podcast. Well, like, I, I yeah. assume that they had other podcasts. There was another podcast nomination and like a Las yeah. Vegas podcast one. It had to be at least what three or four podcasts they had to consider. There were no other podcasts. There was no podcast nomination, <laughs> right? For Las Vegas, no, it was it was only us winning the podcast <laughs> category. So I didn't it, see no other like the it was it, it was kind of it was kind of their way of being like. I like the staff was like, yo, we should we should probably mention Roll Podcast, right? We should give them like yeah. the best podcast. And I think maybe one of the editors was like, Well, you can't say it's the best podcast. So let's just say <laughs> it's the best DJ podcast. Right? Because <laughs> we're yeah. we're a DJ podcast, right? But I don't know like how many the, uh... other DJ podcasts there are on Las Vegas, so I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know either, man. Nah, this there was a few, right? I don't know if this yeah, there was I was say there was a, I, I can think about two. You want to give not him calling nobody out, but I mean, Greg Lopez had had his right with the car. He was like driving around in the car. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Then uh, um, the guys that's on the radio. It, um, it was like a taxi cab confessions, right? Yeah, yeah. It was filmed was your, like that. The, it was filmed like that. Yeah. Dude, your boys that do radio. Yeah, the, uh, the the rock star DJs. Yeah, they yeah, have one. one. Okay, shout to them. Shout to Greg Lopez. Yeah, shout yeah. To them. DJs. Yeah, shout to them. yeah, man. But we the winners. <laughs> <laughs> We're number one. Yo, uh, I didn't even know we were nominated. That's the craziest thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not, there, there was, was no, no nomination. nomination. There was like, I, I'm surprised there isn't more Vegas podcasts, though. Like, I, I would think there would have been more Vegas podcasts. It seems out like there. they're popping up. There's a couple yeah. coming up. Yeah. Wait, Shout wait, out who, to Vandy Foster. Him and his boys, they do a podcast. Oh, yeah. But yeah. It's like, yeah. More of the club industry. Sam still does his, right? From uh, Diageo. He still does his podcast. No, but I, I would have thought, like, what was that Playboy, that Playboy who was, like, almost going to marry Hugh Hefner, that Playboy? Uh, and she became, like, a, she became like an icon here? Yeah, Holly Madison. Holly Madison? Like, Holly Madison. She oh, yeah. should have, like, a Vegas podcast, no? Or Dude, like Chris ca- Angel should have one. Or, like, a Carrot Top, right? Like, Carrot, I'm surprised yeah. these motherfuckers don't have a Vegas podcast. I, I would have thought that they would have been more podcasts like that in Las Vegas. Because of the yeah. city, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. I was shocked. I was like, "All right, cool, man." You know, did we get anything like an award or like a, a certificate? I don't a know. Plaque? I mean, I think this is the this is all a, we a get. Coupon, you know? A coupon for tacos or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, Yo look at him trying to get tacos for free. Man. Yo, it took us four years to get this, so I mean, I think this is as good it's as a, it gets. It's a w- I don't. Hey, yeah. I don't think it gets any better. I think this is. <laughs> I think this is as good as he gets. Yeah, I think this is. Peaking. <laughs> this is us yeah. peaking. Wow. This, is, this is our peak right we're, now. Yeah, this is our peak, Damn, man. We I got a tweet from them. We got a tweet from them. I don't them. think we're gonna win 2022. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't I mean, know. I don't think just they... be back to back champs, bro. <laughs> yeah, we should have at least got the issue in the mail, right? Like, I, I like the hard copy of the issue. There's no hard copy. 
No, the, yeah, in the magazine. I, I actually I went looking for that um magazine, the magazine that came out the week that we yeah. was that we won. Uh-huh. But it, it sold out at the area around my neighborhood. Uh so it sold out. Yeah. So, well, they, so what do you mean it's like sold out? It. I mean it's free. <laughs> it's free. Yeah, they, they took them all. I meant to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's free no but you, you know what i will say this that after the pandemic when i you know when everything started opening up this year and everything i i shouldn't even say after the pandemic because it's still going still on going right now. still going man but i guess when everything kind of reopened this year and i started going out i didn't realize how many like non-dj motherfuckers listen to us like i didn't i didn't realize like a lot of nightlife and industry people listen to us yeah. They, oh, no, they, yeah they, I didn't realize it. Like waitresses, like uh bartenders, like people, bartenders, marketing, even like managers, hosts, managers, like GMs. GMs. Yeah, I was noticing that some of the people like in, in booking and like marketing were listening to us because I think at mm. some point, and I could be wrong, we were affecting some of the bookings in Las Vegas where like we if we had a DJ come on the show, like a month or so later they would get booked at a Vegas venue. I started yeah. noticing uh, that a oh, little yeah, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that too. Well, we were kind of influencing some of the Vegas bookings because they were listening and be like, oh, shit, this guy's up and coming. Like, let's give this, this dude a shot or whatever the fuck. But I didn't realize, like, non-DJs were really listening to us. But I thought that was dope. You know, anyway, man, big shout to Las Vegas Weekly. Um, yeah. We don't get, you know, we're not the type of dudes that get awarded anything. So, I, yeah, I, I, we'll take this shit. <laughs> I did have a sense of pride when that when you, when you put that in our uh, group chat. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, like, yeah. I was actually dope, man. yeah. It's because me, me and Jamie were in like a. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like last year was tough. You know, keeping the podcast oh, tough going. is tough is a really understated word that we were. Yeah, it was really fucking hard. Like every week, was last different. year was hard to just keep the episodes going and recording and every, and to keep everyone motivated, you know, everyone was just in weird places and shit, you know? And, and, uh, I think we, me and Jamie, and I think all of us kind of had a conversation where like, yo, maybe after the 200th episode, you know, we take a break or like, you Mm -hmm. know, or maybe we'll, we'll, we'll do like maybe one more year after the 200 episodes that's coming up. I think we're like five episodes or four episodes away now. From yeah. 200? Uh-huh. We're at 95. Well, this yeah. is 96. 196. Yeah. So, I mean, getting something like this, getting this, like, little recognition kind of made me be like, all right, man, like, maybe we, we keep this shit going. You know what I mean? Like, maybe we keep yeah. this shit going till, uh, till we, uh, <laughs> till it gets really weird. <laughs> A lot of people That's are how you feel out. now? <laughs> maybe, there, maybe there is something here four years later. Maybe there is something maybe. But no, I'm, cr- right, that's cool. I'm, I'm cool with that, man. I'm good. It's right. Like no matter where I go lately, it's always a topic of conversation. The, the podcast is usually at some point the topic of conversation. Like whether it's a funny a funny moment or like something that happened in history or in music, like someone's always bringing it up. And yeah, it's, it's kind of dope, man. Especially when I'm out of town, I'm like, oh shit! Like y'all motherfuckers really listen to this shit. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know? D and D is hardly on the episodes too. Like he's yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> D to get better. that. Damn. <laughs> No, but yo, know, I mean, it, it was a, you know, it was a, it was kind of like a good motivation for us to just keep, keep going for now, for now, before. And it's like, even like after we uh, mentioned that we won all the congratulations we was getting. Yeah. I was surprised yeah. by all of the, all of that. I was like, damn, man, people really listening to us. Because we don't win. We don't, we're not winners 
No, yeah, well, no. This whole right. podcast was about being the underdogs the whole time. You like the, the bad news biz of um, podcasts <laughs> <laughs> of everything. Yeah, we're not we're not winners. We're survivors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We survive. Oh, there we go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so it's very odd that you know we get like a slice of cake. You know what I'm saying? We're usually yeah. like somebody's pranking us. I know. Yeah, we're usually <laughs> digging in the garbage for like leftover fucking avocados or some shit. Um, what do you call how, y'all? Been good. We're we're on Zoom right now because uh, you know D, you've been traveling. You was in Texas. Yeah, I've been traveling. Um, I was in Houston and San Antonio uh, for a week. Yeah, and uh, I'm sorry, Austin and San Antonio for a week, and um. I wasn't feeling like my normal self when I got back. So as a precaution, you know, I was just like, bro, like, let me just wait to see what's going on. So, yeah. you know, I went through the t- proper protocols, got tested, waiting on the results. I feel fine. But just, you know, out of respect, I just was like, man, I should probably stay away this week, especially after traveling for an entire week. My body felt a little weaker, like a little fatigued. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to be be careful, man. And just, you know, with, with everything kind of like spiking you know, like just kind of was like, let me just take a break and just get my body right and make sure I'm okay before I come and meet you guys again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why yeah. we're on Zoom right now. And then, and, yeah, then yeah. and then Jamie is coming back from LA. Which yeah, is I'm yeah. back from LA. I just uh, mm-hmm. I just did Mom's Bar with DJ Bossa Nova. Uh-huh. Let me tell you, I never knew they had a scene in Santa Monica out in the by the beach because them kids know how to fucking party, bro. Really crazy, yeah, yeah. They had me there for like about an hour and a half, and they pushed it a little bit more. But we had a great time, man. I was playing. I, it was just so much fun to play shit that I wanted to hear, mm-hmm. and that they actually reciprocated. And yeah, shouts to Bossa Nova. We had a great fucking time. Yeah, ba- Bossa Nova is like a dude that I actually. Uh, he would DM me. He would listen to the podcast, and I actually know him because of the podcast. We know mm-hmm. him because of the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he used yeah. to be in our Twitch a lot. He used to be yeah, on our yeah. Twitch yeah, uh, Sunday yeah. battles. He's really yeah, supportive of my stream also, man. Yeah, He's yeah. always on there. So yeah, shout yeah, out to Boston Over. He shows us a lot of love and and, and um you know, and he and then, you know, Jamie got booked for what is it? What's the party called? Uh, Mom's Bar. It's at a bar. It's just it's called Mom's Bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not a. It's not a real like. There's no party or theme. It's just a bar, and all the college kids just show up because it's free. Yeah, and they just have the greatest time. Oh, man, those, those, are like, the, those are the best parties, man. Them college yeah. parties. Yeah, it was packed from wall to wall, and it was a great time. And bro, we went we went all out. I played like, a bunch of shit. They loved it. That's dope. And um, they they he was wearing the. The I already played Bad Bunny shirt. Boston Nova was wearing the I already played Bad Bunny shirt. <laughs> People are loving that fucking shirt too. I think I, I spoke with Boston Nova and I think he wants to bring everybody out there at some point. I think he Yeah, yeah he would want to rotate all of us down there yeah, at yeah. least once a month. So like uh yeah. Santa Monica's actually a really dope area that people kind of sleep on. Like because there's mad there's you got UCLA right there. You got obviously Santa Monica. There's like mad like there's a Santa Monica Community College or SMC. That's a huge university. So like those, I feel like that area they don't really go like to Hollywood or to downtown. Like they stay in that Santa Monica area mm-hmm. and just yeah, party over there. Majority of those kids were either USC, UCLA, or SMC mm-hmm. because it was that you know even USC is a little bit ways from them, but they only took the ten freeway down and they yeah we we had a good time man. I want to say dope. between uh, three to four hundred kids was in there. Damn, it was packed wow, out. That's packed That's out, bro. Man. And then it oh, was yeah. packed, and there was still a line around the corner. And I was like, "Oh shit!" But yeah. it was, yeah. Bossanova was like, he was happy. We were having a great time, and shit was dope. Jamie, Jamie's dope, been, man. Jamie's been working. He's been working yeah. a lot. He's yeah, doing, man. Yeah, I've been, I've been a little more active than the usual. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We, Are you guys like masking up while you're DJing? Yes. 
Mm-hmm. I'll be you honest, get started, man. Are you, are you, are you, like, D, what you want to say? I'll say, I'll be honest, since they lifted the mask mandate, which was what, the first weekend of June? Uh-huh. I, I haven't. I remember I walked into Dorsey uh, at the Venetian, which is the spot that we all play, and then I had my mask on, and they were like, yo, like, it's okay, like, if you don't want to have your mask on at this point, like, it's fine. So I kind of just casually took it off, and I haven't put it back on since, man. But now I'm kind of reconsidering. I mean, I was the same way. Like, once they, like, say, oh, you have to wear masks, when I was DJing, I wouldn't wear my mask. Mm-hmm. But recently, things, the, everything's spiking up. There's some, some venues I will wear the, wear the mask, but uh-huh. certain venues I won't. But now I feel like we should start wearing that mask, like, every time we DJ. What? Unfortunately, the problem is, is that right now, like, uh, I did, did you guys see that video of like the newscaster? Like, there was a there was a whole thing on the news. I I don't know what city it was from, but they were like mm-hmm. basically saying don't go to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me play that real quick. Hold on. Don't go to Las Vegas. Here's Les Trent. <laughs> Las Vegas is coming under fire today after health officials in three states advise their citizens to stay away from Sin City. This destination poses significant risks, warrants a travel advisory from Hawaii. You will very likely catch COVID if you go to Las Vegas and you're in restaurants or in a casino where most people are not wearing masks. Tourists from Chicago who visit Vegas must get tested or quarantined for 10 days when they return. And this from the Los Angeles County Health Department. Reconsider traveling to Nevada. Okay, L.A. talking shit about Las Vegas. Of all people. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's just crazy, right? Hawaii has I mean, been Hawaii has been really kind of safe, too, but they there's a lot of shit going on in Hawaii as well, yeah. where they're running out of water because there's so many. There's like so they're, they're running out of water because there's so many tourists there. Like my homie Todd yeah, works man. in Hawaii. Shout to Todd. Damn. I mm-hmm. war zone with Todd once in a while. Me and me and him war zone hard. So, God <laughs> ah, damn. Okay. Shout I'm to Todd. I'm kind of jealous. Nah, shout, yeah. shout to Todd. We war zone. We war zone. We war zone. Shout hard. to Todd. Yeah. Yeah, but um, uh, he's been telling me that he's been working six six days a, a week because it's so busy. In the and nightlife industry. He's in that like yeah restaurant bar. Okay. Like okay. restaurant, bar. They hospitality. Are, uh, hospitality. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's crazy out there and they're running out of water. So they're telling the citizens, they're giving uh, citizens some type of like limitations on water use. Wow. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can only take one shower a day or you could like, you, you know, you can't water your lawn on these days because they're mm-hmm. trying to conserve water for the tourists. Damn. So like there's been all this like shit about about what's going on in Hawaii with that, where they're giving all the resources to the tourists before the workers or the people yeah. who live there. So there's controversy <laughs> on that shit too. So we're, we're not, I, I think it's funny though that this video or this, this, this news report is about don't go to Vegas and it's not about if you're not vaccinated, you shouldn't go. To, right. Like yeah, they didn't even mention that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Instead of saying like if you're not vaccinated, you shouldn't be traveling like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All it is saying is like, yo, don't go there. Like as if as if Las Vegas is the, the root of evil. Yeah, the, right the LA County talking shit on Las Vegas is crazy. <laughs> like, yo, that's like nuts, yo. I let me finish this I shit. Just, I think they just hate you, man. <laughs> I don't know what Vegas's daily COVID tally has quadrupled from two hundred cases a day to 800 in just a month 
I think it's more than that, but... A mask mandate for all Vegas <laughs> casino and hotel employees working indoors has now been imposed. Yeah, so basically, like, Vegas workers didn't have to wear the mask if they were vaccinated. Uh-huh. No, so, I, I you know, obviously I'm out and about. We're, we're all working in Vegas, mm-hmm. you know. Some people wearing masks, some people aren't. Some staff are wearing masks, some people aren't. Like, I don't really delve into the conversation with motherfuckers at this point. Like, some people are anti-mask. Some people think it doesn't matter. Some people are anti-vaccine. A lot of motherfuckers are anti-vaccine, you know? I don't even have that conversation with them, man. You know? Like, I'm just like, whatever. Like, whatever you want to do, right? You do at this point, right? I I feel like that's where we are at this point, right? I I would agree. I would agree. But but the one thing I am seeing is that a lot of motherfuckers are calling out sick. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. a lot of motherfuckers, <laughs> a lot of motherfuckers in Vegas are calling me like, "Yo, uh, are you open Friday? Are you open?" I was, I was about to say that this past week, and I had a, a GM hit me up, asking me, "Hey, are you available to work this weekend?" Or a visiting DJ caught COVID. Everyone's catching, and I was surprised. I was like, "Wow, man!" So many I DJs. couldn't do it, but so many still, DJs man. catching COVID, man. Even like managers, club owners, everybody—they just disappear for like five to seven days on social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. That's what I've been noticing. So I, I want to talk about this because I've just been like thinking about it a little bit. And it's just kind of like I feel like the way COVID is and I hate to compare it to this, but it kind of reminds me of like the AIDS epidemic in, in the 80s and 90s a little bit. No, come on, man. I, I wasn't bit. around for that, really, but I, I will take it as from what I remember, like I've well, heard things. Yeah. The, the only in thing, what way? Yeah, I want to hear this. Yeah. In the way that there's so much ignorance around in the 90s and 80s, there was so much ignorance around the HIV virus and AIDS. Mm-hmm. Everyone was labeling it like a homosexual like disease. Right. Yeah. People yeah. were afraid mm-hmm. to shake hands with like gay people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like people were like, you think if you just share like a, a sandwich with somebody or drink or if you get a kiss yeah. on the cheek, you thought you had AIDS. Like there was yeah. just there was all this ignorant shit going on. Didn't some players that didn't want to play with Magic Johnson or some shit? Yeah, like that? yeah. Carl yeah, yeah. uh, Malone, he was like, because they, yeah. they went to they went to the Olympics together, and uh, he oh, he was yeah. against it, but he didn't he didn't have any education. He was he was being ignorant, yeah. ignorant about the disease at the time, and he even admitted it later that he was completely ignorant. But the, the uh, ignorance, ahead, yeah, yeah. The, the ignorance and the miseducation is what reminds me of the AIDS in the mm. in the eighties and nineties, and just like the labeling and just like. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole and then how it affected society where mm-hmm. like condoms became like a regular thing. Like mm-hmm. that became like the new standard of having sex as a teenager. You yeah. know what I'm saying? In the mm-hmm. 90s or yeah, as anybody, it's like mm-hmm. if if we were had to have sex and we and we didn't have condoms, like it was kind of crazy. You had to like really be in yeah. love or in a relationship. Playing Russian roulette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I remember, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it but you remember that, right? Not, but... You remember that, right? Never, like in the, it yeah. Was, like if a yep. girl wanted to smash and she, she was okay with you without a condom, you were like, yo, what's going on, right? You was like, yeah, yeah you was like questioning <laughs> it, like, yo, yeah. really? really? <laughs> I don't know about that. It became like, yeah. yeah, it was like a new standard, and honestly, that affected America for like what? What would you say, like twenty years? At least easy. Because magic magic caught AIDS in what ninety one? Ninety ninety one. Something yeah. like that. But AIDS was hitting like 
it was hit in America like uh it was definitely hit in New York in the like the late eighties, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then it probably LA as well, right? I think. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, yeah so I was, it went from I was the late eighties. Really but I remember that time. It went from like the late eighties and then it kind of phased out towards like the two like towards two thousand ten. I think no, I, I don't really care about that shit. I want to say the late nineties it started to phase out a bit. No. Going 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 into two thousand. Going into two yeah, yeah. I would say mid two thousands it was kind of chill. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really hear about it when I was a kid. I didn't really hear about it like that when I was like 12, 13 years old. So, yeah. Well, motherfucker, yeah. like, I remember just like motherfuckers used to like be like, yo, you still using condoms? That's some old shit. That's something like old, old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a throwback move. Yeah. 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 Like, what you using? You got something? Like, I ain't got something. It started becoming that, right? Why are you yeah, using yeah. condoms? You got something? Like, and then mm-hmm. it, it turned from something like, Yo, like I'm being responsible. I'm protecting you know both and of then us. After one point, you just didn't give a fuck. He's like, ah, fuck it, man. I could do it like the condom. <laughs> we good. Okay. I don't know okay, about that. Works. That's how you move now. <laughs> 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 but no, it, it used to be a death sentence. Like if someone, yeah, you, if you thought they had AIDS, like you were like, damn, like they gonna die, man. Like yeah. when, when Magic caught AIDS, I was, I think I was nine years old, and I was shook because I, I didn't understand anything yet. And then literally, I was like, he's dead. And right before that, I had a cousin that was a homosexual. And he passed away from AIDS, mm. and he but he didn't really tell anybody. Mm. He kind of kept it under wraps, and I think he didn't want to defend. It was just so much going on around the, the discussion of having AIDS at that time that I think he was embarrassed, and he didn't want to discuss it with our family, um, especially his dad. And I think like when after seeing that, and he passed away, I was like, damn, like everybody's dying, like Magic's dead, like there's no way surviving. I mean, obviously he's here thirty years later. But yeah, there was so much negative uh, discussion around the disease at the time. I remember that shit. It was crazy. Well, I got a question, man, because I feel like the turning point was when Easy E passed from AIDS, right? Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like that kind of woke up a lot of motherfuckers. Like, yo, this shit is real. And then, but then mm-hmm. everyone was asking, like, is Easy E gay? And the motherfuckers were like, nah, he's not gay. So, yeah, like, oh shit, straight people could get AIDS too. Like, it was remember, yeah. remember, it was like that whole like ignorant conversation. Like, yeah, everyone was miseducated. <laughs> I just kind of feel like mm-hmm. that about COVID. You know what I'm yeah. saying? A little bit. I mean, it, it's it's not like really tied together, but it, you know what I'm saying? Just well, like, kind of, because we still don't even really know or like uh, how you how you contract COVID all the way, right? Like it's it doesn't, I mean, I guess they, they're saying it's airborne, but I just feel like there's more to it than that. I mean, it's airborne. You know I, mean? I, I don't know. I, you know, and it's one of those things, I guess if it's on your hand, you rub your eyes and shit and you, you yeah. do whatever, but I don't, you but know. I like, Literally, like, even when we had Joe Maz on, he was saying how his wife had it, and he never caught it. They probably slept in the same bed every night. Like, how is that possible? I think... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my my, co- my cousin slept with his wife and his kid for three days while he had it, and they didn't, they didn't contract it, so... But I think Joe was so mentally focused that he probably had it and convinced himself he did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how that's Joe... Just everybody wants. That's how... <laughs> it doesn't exist. That's how Joe... Wrote. That boy's still on the line. He told himself, I don't have it. I don't have it. That boy's still on the island, man. Joe, Joe's like sick in bed. He's like, I got... Me, dip- meanwhile, he got 120 de- <laughs> degree temperature and shit. He's in bed like... I don't have it. I got, I got, I got bit by a Y'all snake. Y'all tripping. <laughs> a snake bit me. A rattlesnake bit me. It's spider season in Vegas. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh, that's funny. Oh, uh, man. But um, what do you call it? Man, I'm just, yeah, I, I have a couple gigs, like, in, in Cali, and uh, mm. I I think I'm, I, I've started to wear masks. I've also, like, uh, I've avoided kind of going out a little bit. Yeah. Just because I'm like, 
you know, if I'm not working, I just don't want to put myself in that environment. And I'm vaccinated. I just don't know. Yeah. Like, because I was, I was doing some research and they said like only 0.15%. So a fraction of 1% of people who mm-hmm. are vaccinated actually get severe symptoms. So it's it's not likely if you're vaccinated to get really severe symptoms. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even you yeah. yourself, D, you're vaccinated, right? Right, right. Even you yourself, when you were feeling under the weather, and you know, we don't know if you tested positive or negative. You know, even mm-hmm. still, you, it wasn't as bad. It wasn't like you were like you know coughing or like out of breath or anything crazy. Nothing. No kind of body aches, muscle aches. Right. You no know, kind of like flu symptoms. I feel completely fine. So. You know, if if I do have it or if I don't, like you said, like my symptoms are non-existent pretty much. Yeah. And then yeah. it's crazy because Jamie, even one of your like someone, you know, like recently passed. Right. I met him a few times. I, You know, I was around him a few times. He was a cool dude. But um, yeah, man, it was just, it was harsh how that happened. He was mocking the vaccine. Yeah. I saw uh, that. Yeah. News. Damn. Yeah. He it was, was on the uh, news. It yeah. was on Complex. It was on the news. It was everywhere. I didn't know that was shit was mocked. on. It was on Complex and shit. It was all. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was yeah. all over. It. And the thing was that the that dude was just like he couldn't hold his own breath anymore by himself. Yeah, yeah. And any any movement he would do on the bed, his heart rate would go up and he'll lose oxygen, and it was affecting his brain. So, so, he so this guy to- was like, "Fuck the vaccine, right?" And he contracted wow. COVID, obviously, right? Yeah. And so he was they a, he was kind of a big fellow too. They had to induce him in a coma. I'm assuming, right? Pretty yes. much, yeah. Because that's the and last he resort. He didn't make it. That's the last resort oh, for your for your body. Yeah, that was the one, that was like all yeah. over social media this weekend. It was pretty bad because oh, I know I know some people that were really close to dude. Yeah. So it was just bad. It was like a bad like image of him and stuff like that. I I, I meet a lot of motherfuckers, especially from Cali, who are like, I'm healthy. I don't need the vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm healthy. Like, I hike. I do all of this shit. Like, I I eat right. I don't need the vaccine. And my whole thing is like, yeah, you're probably right. Like, you probably might get, get COVID and you, and you would survive. You might have, like, a really bad flu. You might have really bad symptoms for, like, three to five days and, and then snap out of it. But it's like, yo, you never know because this shit hits everyone differently. So you could just be that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could just be that one. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Like yeah. that really gets fucked up from it, man. And it's like, and mm-hmm. that's why. And then um, there's a DJ uh, in LA. Her name's Marissa. She's like a nurse, right? She's part of the the Beat Junkies Ladies of Sound, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she, you know, she does a lot of Instagram posts. Actually, I would love to have her on the podcast to talk about this more. But she's on the front lines, you know what I'm saying, at the hospitals, and she she posted that she's been seeing a lot of like younger people coming in. With really mm. severe symptoms, you know what I'm saying? And this yeah. is the first time she's seeing like really young people come in with severe symptoms. And like, a lot of them aren't having pre-existing conditions either, mm-hmm. which is which is crazy. Like before, like that was like the go-to, like, oh, you must have some kind of like respiratory infection or problem or yeah, something that's in causing the COVID virus to really attack you even harder. But I think a lot of people aren't seeing that as much now, <laughs> along with the the younger age. Yeah. And, and she's scary. saying, and she's saying, yeah. like, yo, like, we have a solution to this, and it's the vax vaccine, and mm-hmm. like, you guys should take the vaccine because this shit is like, it's just this is the this is the turning point. Because is California still under fifty percent with uh, the vaccinations? Yeah, they fell yeah. to do the seventy percent, below seventy. Yeah, they, yeah, they failed to do that. Well, here's the problem, and crazy. I think I, this is the problem. I think New York 
and I could be wrong, but I think New York, you in order to go to like these these outdoor indoor events or anything like this, right? You have mm. to have a vaccination card or uh, like a COVID test, a negative COVID I th- test. I think certain spots in New York. Right. I don't think it's like everywhere. So wh- my only thing is like, they're maybe going to start enforcing that, right? In, mm-hmm. in sure, Vegas. I think in, Cali, I think in Cali, they definitely have to start enforcing that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. if they did that from jump, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that would have helped a little bit. Obviously, motherfuckers, you know, there's there's been like videos on Instagram or I don't know, whatever, of people like, falsifying vaccine cards and like mm-hmm. oh yeah that happened a while ago bro. or being like or, 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 or yeah or testing positive and still going out like not giving a fuck you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. I, I don't know man yeah. but i i just think you know i i think like i don't i don't want to get into it i'm not going to preach to motherfuckers to get vaccinated or whatever like at this point it's kind of like you know i don't know man like if you if if you anti vaxxing and and you going out and you living your best life and you end up getting sick like I don't know what to say man like I don't want you to like I don't want nothing to happen to motherfuckers but like what you expect like it it don't make no yeah. sense at this point like mm-hmm. you know uh, the craziest things that we, we we have festival season coming up in the West Coast we have uh, day in Vegas we have life is beautiful, beautiful. Coachella I think Coachella's next year the top of the year EDC's coming in October to Vegas so it's, and then there's other little festivals here and there like rolling loud and stuff like that happening in the west coast that you should just get vaccinated because if you're going to be around 100 hundreds and thousands of people like yeah. just get it over with man it's yeah. you know and my thing is this this is the scary thing is like you know Marissa the nurse who was who was like you know talking about this she's like she's been going through this shit for like a year and a half so like she she's like these a lot of these motherfuckers these frontline workers are like they're traumatized man because yeah. they they're continuously seeing <clears throat> motherfuckers just get sick put themselves in danger and you know and I don't think this thing is over that's By that's far. A scary shit. and this is and you know like I was planning our two hundredth episode I was like yo we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and now I'm kind of like shit like I don't think I should I should be planning any event with like like a large group of motherfuckers. And we have yeah. our we have our foreign so we have our 200th episode coming in August and then we have you know our 4 year anniversary in October. So I'm kind of like why don't we just celebrate and see what happens in the next month because cases are spiking up. Shit is getting kind of crazy. I don't really want to start promoting or marketing an event for August when when cases are spiking up right now. So I'm no, like, yeah, maybe, yeah, so like, I was going to talk to you guys about this a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I think it's a smarter thing for us to just wait till October for our four year anniversary or whatever. But e- even still with me thinking about all of these things, I'm like, yo, are we going to go into some type of semi, not lockdown, but I'm like, yo, are they going to go like back to 50% or 75% capacity after the summer? Yeah. You know, because I think. So yeah. I think so after summer, yeah. Because my thinking is this, it's like I feel like businesses kind of slow down after the summer regardless, right? Right, right. Usually. So or traditionally like in Vegas, Vegas, Vegas yeah. that's how it is like September right. to like after Memorial Day weekend, everything yeah. slows down. You're right, Crooked. I think everything's gonna slow down. But then like with the Raiders being here, that's oh, like shit. that's that's their height. Right? Like that's I didn't September, think about September, October, November, December is yeah, like yeah. so I think we have at least two home games a month. That's yeah. gonna be like I would. How many, I mean, in the estimate, Jamie, what would you say? Like, how many people come to football games on a weekend? Bro, like, I, I think that that thing that are, that stadium holds about 
60, right? Like 60,000? Yeah, 60, yeah. And, and and that's not, I don't think it's all going to be Vegas natives. I think they're flying in. And, yeah. ticket, and tickets, like in the second to third level, where you can barely see the field and really anything, they're going between five to $800 a ticket. Yeah. So, and those are usually morning games, daytime mm-hmm. games. So the after parties are going to be insane. Yeah. Like they're all going to just go over the bridge and they land right there where Mandalay Bay is at <laughs> and then just spread out the, the whole strip. We, we have, you know, I didn't think of yeah. this also um, in September resorts well venue. The, um, the venue is going to open up for the nightclub. performances. No, the performances, oh. Celine Dion, um, um, who was his performance? Miley Cyrus. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be huge. And a lot of people are coming to town for that. So that's going to be even more crazy. So you think Vegas you is have... going to, you think Vegas is just going to keep going? Yeah. I think, I think they're going to close. Yeah. I, they're not closing. Yeah. I don't think I, they're going to, had... I don't think they're going to close. I don't think they're ever going to, like, I don't think America is ever going to go through a lockdown again. First yeah, off, they're not going to do it. They can't afford to. Yeah. Well, not only they can't afford to, I think it's going to start like a, a, literally a nationwide riot. Like it's going to be like some crazy civil. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be complete a civil chaos. war. I don't know. Whatever. Like a civil war between <laughs> what anti-vaxxers and like yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're going. Well, I'm just saying I don't think they're ever going to go through lockdown again. But yeah, I, all I'm saying is like I'm just I'm preparing for the worst. So DJs who are not in yeah. Vegas, right? DJs who are not in Vegas, right? Or I don't know where the fuck you are. Whatever money we're making right now, just save it right. like it's not going to be, Dude. it's not going to continue to the fall and the winter. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I learned my lesson from um, when COVID first hit yeah. back in March of last year. So yeah, yeah, I'm definitely saving my money up this this time around. I, to- I told y'all too, again. right? I told y'all like, I have a feeling something bad's gonna happen right now. That's why when you say that shit, man, I'm like, yo, fucking shut up, man. <laughs> don't don't jinx us again, man. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's kind of crazy though, because we did have this talk like last January. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm telling you, crazy. I, I just have a feeling like everyone is just when when motherfuckers are too comfortable and they're like, and I see everyone working and everyone's cashing in. Mm-hmm. I feel and then but all of these other things are happening, like the cases are going up. Shit's going crazy I'm just thinking like Yo Save your fucking money Whatever you're making In the summer right now Save it Because we don't know What's gonna happen In the fall yep. or winter You know like mm-hmm. I, We don't know What the fuck's gonna happen We don't know how Absolutely, bad, yeah. How much worse This is gonna get You know like There's so many other countries That went back into lockdown You know what I'm yeah. saying Like I know America mm-hmm. isn't But Well Canada's still in lockdown Yeah Yeah well, they some some budged. parts, some parts, some parts. I think yeah. like Montreal is like fifty percent right now. Vancouver still still locked down. Yeah, I mean they, they're, they're like twenty five, fifty percent. No, like I mean like they can't even leave the country type of lockdown. Is what I'm oh saying. no no no. Yeah yeah. yeah yeah they're still in there. Yeah yeah that's yeah. crazy. All I'm saying is prepare for the worst. Save your. Yeah. I've been I've been doing all this research research on like on like saving money. Mm-hmm. Like even if I save a hundred thousand dollars, right? You know, there's no savings account. Like I will lose money every year because of the value of the dollar keeps going down five percent every year. So like putting yep. your money in a savings account, it, you, you're gonna lose five percent because yeah. every mm-hmm. state like the I was doing research on savings accounts, right? The most interest I can earn on a savings account is point five percent. Right. Half of 1% is the most. And that's for like a million dollars. 
That's like if I have a million dollars in the bank. My so interest, your interest, your interest will be fifty thousand, right? No, my interest would be five thousand. Five thousand? Yeah. Shit. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. <laughs> uh, have you checked every bank though? Yes. Because certain banks have different. No, um, no. Percentage. That's that's the highest. That's yeah, the highest. Which is, and it's funny because I was watching Bruce's Million a little. <laughs> Remember Bruce's Million? That. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I love I love that movie, right? Yeah. Uh huh. In the beginning of that movie, so I don't know if you guys saw this movie, but it's Richard Pryor, right? It's it's a classic mm-hmm. movie. So this dude, like Richard Pryor, inherits thirty million dollars, right? But he has to spend the thirty million, right? But when he in goes 30 days. in thirty days, when he goes yeah. to the bank to pick up his thirty million dollars, the branch manager was yeah. like, you know, uh, Mr. Brewster, you know, we're gonna give you the standard uh, interest rate for a, a lot of our millionaires who keep their money here, and the interest rate was like twenty three percent. When did that movie come out? When did um, that- 84, 84, no, 85, 1985. Can you imagine? So like he would have made off of 23%, right? He would have made 7 million, around 7 million a year just off of interest. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. have, that shit was in the 80s. <laughs> and now it's to 0.5%. Like, yo, it, it's crazy. Like what's happened? I was just, when <laughs> I, I was watching that movie and I was like, I was just like washing dishes and then the bank... The, the bank branch manager was like, yeah, you know, we give our standard 23%. I was like, 23%? I like, I just looked at the, I like rewinded that shit. I was like, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> you could live off that. But that millionaires were doing that for years, right? They were just living off their interest. Well, here, here's the thing is that if now you have to invest your money. Mm-hmm. So there's this whole thing right now. Like I was doing, I've been doing research, man. I don't know. This is boring, right? All this financial no, shit. This is actually... It's pretty informative, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know about this shit. Like, if you have 2.5, like, if you have two and a half, like, if you're married, right? Uh-huh. And you have, like, two and a half million in investments. So, if you have uh-huh. money in investments, you don't pay taxes unless you take money out. There's a, I think there's a law, there's a federal law in America. If you take, like, less than 4% of whatever investments you have out, like, you don't have to pay taxes on it or some shit. Or you only pay like 10% taxes. Mm-hmm. Or if you take out like less than 80000 you pay no taxes a year. So if you have a bunch wow. of investments and you can live off of 80000 a year, you're good. You don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's like if you, it's only if you're married. <coughs> and I, I think you got to hit like a certain $2.5 million mark. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm doing heavy research on saving like money because I didn't realize... How how fucked up inflation is like the dollar is going down five percent every year, it's bad. Mm-hmm. So when we had Scott Melker talking about investments, I mean that motherfucker was not lying. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. putting your shit in the savings account is is not helping. I was talking to mm-hmm. my boy, who who works uh, in finance, and he was just like, you know, he's been telling me like, yo, I'll show you how to do certain things with your money and da da da, make certain investments. And I've just been like researching it this whole time, but. I don't know. Anyway, man, this comes down to motherfuckers just save your money, but like money. invest, invest your money, money. <laughs> invest your money, or save your money, or, or you know whatever, man. But just yeah. prepare for the worst at this point, because yo, I don't even want to talk about 2024. I don't. That's even, only two years away. Yeah. Did you listen to the new Donda album the, with the Kanye? I did. The, the streaming or the one we got sent? I listened to both. I listened to both. Wait, there's a streaming. Stream was album? like totally different from the one we got sent. Wait, yeah. is the album? What do you mean the streaming album? He streamed it in that big ass in that arena. At the, um, Atlanta. 
Atlanta. Oh, sorry, okay. The, 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 Mercedes-Benz yeah. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that one. I thought you meant it was on a streaming platform. It was. No, 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 no. It was. But it did stream on Apple. Oh, he streamed that through Apple, Kirk. Okay, okay. I didn't know that. But it's not available on streaming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did yeah. you guys watch the stream or no? It was streaming on Apple TV. Did you watch it? I, you know. I did. You did. And he was just, it was so ill. He was just standing in the middle of the stadium by himself. Right. Just playing the music and motherfuckers just going crazy. And the yeah. stadium was fucking packed. They were selling chicken fingers at $50 a piece. Like the bundle for chicken fingers. Was motherfuckers just buying it. Wait, yeah. what? Wait, wait. Just chicken fingers? Like chicken fingers and fries yeah. for like 50 bucks. <laughs> that sounds insane, bro. Like, he's <laughs> mad now. <laughs> Wait, that didn't come with a T-shirt or like a... Nah, um, you just get the chicken fingers. <laughs> that never would have happened on Juneteenth. <laughs> <laughs> if you do the math, though, it was a free event, right? So they got to make money somehow. No, nah, people paid for tickets. They did? I thought yeah, some people from? paid for tickets and they had they gave away tickets as well. Oh, really? How much were the tickets? Oh, man. I didn't specify. Yeah, it was. It could have been like no more than like one hundred, maybe fifty, hundred, something like that. Wait, but wait, yeah, are you, are because you sure? he did this before in LA. He did this for Life of Pablo, and I feel like every ticket at that time was like seventy five dollars. Are you sure? And I, yeah, and I think he did that in Madison Square Garden too. Why was everyone saying this was free? Like everyone could just get anyone could get in. I doubt it, bro. No, nah. because I remember he did that shit. At, at, at the forum, he sold tickets for fifty to seventy bucks. So people, the one he did in Vegas, wow. listen to the party he did in Vegas. That was free. So he paid. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So this weekend or last weekend. Yeah. Last Sunday. Last Sunday, he had a listening party in Vegas. Yeah. Because there was a whole bunch of motherfuckers in town. I was like, why are these motherfuckers in town? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were all there to listen to the Donda album. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my whole thing is he p- pretty much packed that stadium, right? In Atlanta. It was packed. Yeah. It was pretty packed. It was like 80% packed. I think like the bleach, like the top bleachers were a little open, right? I mean, but it's still not bad. That's still not bad for a listening party, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's still like 60,000 60, plus probably. So now, up in there. so now Kanye is pushing his album release where it should have been last Friday. He's pushing it to August 6th. Yeah. Uh-huh. And everyone is pissed. Well, they're not pissed. They kind of expected some shit like this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why did Kanye do this? And I was thinking about this. And I feel well. What do you guys think about all of this shit that's going on? Is it a good sign? Is it just Kanye being Kanye or whatever the fuck? I feel like it's just Kanye being Kanye, and maybe he's creating a buzz to kind of like have anticipation up for when that August six date hits. Yeah, maybe it's tied into some merch or tied into whatever he's doing. That gap shit coming out. Do you do you think he's as musically confident as he was ten years ago? No. I think, I think so. I, I think right now he is. I think so. <laughs> I think right now he is. I think five years ago he wasn't, but I think now he is. I think because yeah, the Ye album wait, was okay. Man. okay, so like prior to this Atlanta listening party at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, right? Prior to mm-hmm. that, do you think he was confident about his music and his relevancy in the music? No. In hip hop. But no. I think I think this reassured him that he is confident now, maybe. Right. So maybe he needed that reassurance to keep going. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's what I was thinking is that for the last five years, he's been in a weird manic state, right? I feel Mm -hmm. like he's been insecure. He's, he's let like a lot of things get into his head. Even this Drake beef, right? 
I mean, not only that, he was he recently got divorced. Right. I think that have a lot to do with him getting back into music. You think a lot of people him feeling who, more confident. You think yeah. a lot of people so, who who weren't fucking with him when he was with Kim, like with Kim, is fucking with him now that he's not with Kim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because even Kim, like, like Jay Z, and when that one clip, Kim said. Uh, he needs a wife that's gonna support him no matter what, and I can't do that for him. Mm-hmm. So if if his own wife couldn't back him up and make him feel like he's the genius that he is, then that fucks with his psyche and it makes him go in a spiral. So now that he's by himself, he probably has. I saw Don C was at that event, and I saw other people from his camp were in that event. So I think he's trying to form that team again. I mean, Jay Z gave him a verse, so it's a great sign of where he's at mentally. Yeah, I, that was crazy because I was like, I was listening to it. I was in my office. I was just like listening. Then I heard Jay Z voice, and I was like, Yo, wait a minute, man, is this really Jay Z? And I had to like, had to go online to make sure that was really Jay Z. And everybody was like, Walling the fuck out. They was like, Yo, Jay Z, watch the throne is back. Is it true that that was, verse came in like seven hours before the event or something like that? I think less. <laughs> less that seems <time>. less. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Young Guru said. He recorded that at 4 p.m. I don't know if it was yeah. Eastern time or Western time, but he tweeted that around 7 p.m. our time mm-hmm. in the Pacific Coast. So, yeah, and probably three hours. Or with, like, he, he was still having two chains record vocals before they went on the stage. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, it's said that he's that Kanye West is live, living at the Mercedes-Benz um, Stadium finishing the album now. Yeah. yeah. Like, he hasn't left the stadium. I think wow. it's interesting what Kanye has been going through for the past five or six years, mm-hmm. because if you look at him musically, it looks like he was throwing shit on the wall to see what stuck. Right. Mm-hmm. And he kept throwing shit on the wall. Yo, let's do remember that year where he did like six different albums with only seven songs on the album. Let's yeah. see what. Uh, 2018. Let's, and then, you know he's, <clears throat> and this is how creatives work, right? They're just like they get amped up. They want to get motivated. Yo, this is the answer. This is the shit. Like this is the idea, the concept. Let's roll with it. Everyone trusts him. They roll with it. It went to mixed reviews. Pusha T came out with a classic album after that. A lot of people said, right? Then yeah. he started fucking with other things. He started fucking with. He, he, started, he, just, he started doing gospel. Started doing gospel. He put, he put two gospel albums out. Yeah, but I also think, past, I think, yeah. I think that's past like some financial years. shit, to be honest. But I, I think there's a lot of things encompassed with that idea to go gospel. But I think, I think there's a lot of financial shit, uh, you know, involved with that. With like mm-hmm. just not paying taxes, but I'm not sure. But anyway, I feel like he's tried to do all of these things, and I think, and it made me think about my life, right? Because we throughout our life we have like wins and losses, you know. We have these like, and as we keep going in life, we want to be reminded of, of like, kind of we want that feeling of. You still we, got it. Well, like we always go back to that one feeling, right? Or those 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 few feelings that make us confident that we are still good at what we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel he hasn't found that in the last five years. And I feel like that Mercedes Benz Stadium shit made him mm-hmm. feel like that for the first time in a while. I yeah. think where I felt like he felt really irrelevant. <clears throat> I would say after yeah. Pablo, I feel like it's been a downward spiral for him. You're right. Yeah, Paolo is definitely his yeah. peak and everything with music, fashion, yeah. sneakers, all of that stuff. He was at his peak. And honestly, you know, what he's been doing with fashion, right? And he's been killing it to me. 
You know, like yeah. I think he's been murdering I mean, it to, to the point where it made him a billionaire, obviously. But you know what? I feel like with the sneakers, he's still been killing it with the sneakers. Yeah. It didn't sure. peak after Pablo because his shit is still selling out every time he put out a drop. It but sells out right away. Also, design wise, when I look at it from a design perspective, it's all really groundbreaking shit. Even from the slides, you know, to everyone's mm-hmm. making fun of how everything looks or like, yo, this shit look crazy. It's all groundbreaking. Like, you, it's not comparative to anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, every everyone drops a shoe. Like, whenever, like, somebody drops a shoe, it kind of looks like a Jordan 1 or kind of looks like an Air Force 1 or kind of looks mm-hmm. like this shoe or it looks it, like yeah. a Converse or it looks like a Stan Smith. The, the shoes that he's dropping don't look like anything. There's nothing comparative to it. Yeah, it's completely yeah. innovative. It's completely, it's just, it's, it's, it's 100% him. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people are going to realize that greatness until like 10 years from now. That all of these shoes, even his slippers, like even slippers that he made, right? Those foam joints that look like crazy, like it looks like a claw or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Claw, like the, 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 the Yeezy. I don't know what they're uh, called. Claw. I don't know what they're called. But, but yo, those, those are completely innovative. He literally mm-hmm. was like, how can I reinvent the croc and make it look dope? But in my way. And make it look like an organism. If you've noticed that a lot of his designs, they look like organisms. They look like yeah. living things, you know, right? They kind of look like they kind of look like roots, you know, like I don't know anyway. But I'm just saying, like, he's been really, really innovative with what he's been doing. And I think yeah. musically, I think he's felt he's become distant. Mm-hmm. And he has to c- continuously convince himself that he is still talented and he has it. And I think it's been a struggle. And I think this Mercedes-Benz event really, really inspired the fuck out of him to the point where he was so inspired that he's staying and he's living there, right? They said he's living mm-hmm. there and continuing to work and record in the fr- in the fucking stadium right now, right? <laughs> That's you know what I'm insane, saying? Man. He wants to stay but close. I, I like to, that. He wants to stay close to that energy. That mm-hmm. he, you know what I'm saying? They're all like I don't know how many mm-hmm. thousands of people were in there, you know. So like I don't know, man. Like I really see yeah, like see, yeah, seeing him in that stadium felt like Pablo. Yeah, like it, it felt like that energy that he was on when he was previewing the Pablo album and there, when he did Father Stretch My Hands for the first time and everyone mm-hmm. just lost their mind. That, right. that that scene just plays in my head and I feel like that's the energy that he probably felt in that Mercedes-Benz stadium. And he, like you said, he wants to like stay on that energy wavelength and just recreate and keep, keep creating while he's in that space. He wants to get that old feeling. Like mm-hmm. he wants that 2010, 2000 Kanye feeling back. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I feel like we all kind of do that as we get older. Yeah. We, we, we want to. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like when, even if we do something new, we still want that feeling of like, yo, this is right. This feels right. Mm-hmm. Like this feels like when I was doing this there and I was mm-hmm. killing it, like this feels right. And I feel like yeah. he's always trying to find that feeling. And I feel like this is him really, I don't know, finding it for the first time in a while, man. Um, and he genuinely, just, he genuinely looked happy. Like God knows could, what he's going through. How can you just, tell he had to, his face is covered. <laughs> like I don't know I just felt the energy the energy the energy like some of the pictures he's like genuinely having like a, a huge smile on his face like his energy seems positive I you know mean, maybe it's a combination of things he's going through maybe he's happy you know being a single man and creating in a space where he feels comfortable and maybe he's got the right people around him again and the people that he knows and trusts and loves 
And that, that could do wonders for a creator. So maybe he's in that space right now. That one track he got with the Lauren Hill sample is fire. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's gonna make the album. That's not uh, making the album. I got, yeah. I, I, got, I got told that that's not making the album. Yeah. From somebody close. Well, I'm glad we got it. I played at Encore Beach Club. Yeah. 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 How, did, how did it sound like loud like that? It sounded great. It sounded great. It sounded amazing. <laughs> I love that song, amazing, man. bro. I was with a Damn. DJ. That hit. Yeah, DJ Dash is the resident over there, and he was like uh-huh. eating eating chicken fingers or whatever the fuck he was eating. <laughs> and then like Jamie saw his face, and he fingers. was just like. <laughs> no, he was, eat, no, he was eating chicken fingers. I kid you not. He was eating shrimp and, kid, and, chicken, and, and chicken fingers. <laughs> and then he played the song. Wait, 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 wait. And then his are you, face are you trying to are you trying to say I said some racist shit like him eating chicken fingers? Yeah, it was funny. It was so funny though. It wasn't racist at all. Yeah, by the way, chicken fingers at EBC are fucking delicious. He just said he was eating. No, the, no, the chicken fingers are delicious. Chicken. <laughs> the chicken fingers are delicious. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm I was gonna, gonna say he, was joking. I was gonna say I think he spit like the chicken finger out or some shit. I don't know what the fuck he did. Jamie, you He's, saw it, right? His face scrunched up and he goes like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. This sounds great. And I started laughing at him. He's like, is this Kanye? And we're like, yeah. And then Cricket turned around and Cricket was hyping up the song and it was great. It was a good time. That was, that song, song sounded sounds great, amazing. especially in that fucking environment where they have such a great sound system in that place. Yeah. It just knocked, bro. It was amazing. <sighs> it's called Believe What I Say. Yes. I, I will play a little bit of it. Something unexpected, some form of weapon. You ask him to feel protected and still feel protected. Just one time for the record, just one time for the record. Don't agree with the message, don't agree with the methods. Don't let don't let the lines Yeah, I think that was the best song on the whole album, to be honest with you. I agree. I think there was like a couple other joints I thought um from well, this is the album that we got. Mm-hmm. I don't know what album that was. Yeah. God's test was good. And then the first track was kind of dope. Stay on them. That's the one I was going to say. That was probably my second favorite is the Stay On Them Precious track. Yeah. I like that joint with the baby. Let me get them, yeah. They gon' hate on the young anyway. They only call me when they haven't bills to pay. Ain't nobody ask me how I feel today. I think about it and get in my feelings, yeah. Wanna use me, they think I'm stupid. They put out is very confusing. Feel like the media trying to abuse me. Y'all wanna crucify me, huh? Oh yeah. She a God-fearing woman, but back that sub juvenile in 99. Now I'm trying to find peace after finding God. Ain't been having good sleep since my father died. No, I feel as I'm focused. I thought you know this. One of his prophets, I'm a poet. You ain't got the mind to picture what my flow is. I'm straight from the bottom, what the flow is. 
But that's old. That they released that last year. Nah, nah, nah. Really? Yeah. The remix? Oh, you're yeah. right. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. They released that. That's right. Yeah. That was last year. It didn't stick. Yeah. It didn't stick to nothing. I'm telling you, man. Kanye's had like. I mean, I don't feel bad for him. I'm, I'm just saying, like that. musically, yeah. musically, he's had a a rough time, man. Because nothing he's made yeah. has stuck at all. Even that joint mm-hmm. he did with uh, Ty Dolla Sign, Eagle Death, dude. Yeah. That song should have been a hit, yo. Honestly, I know. Um, um, even like a it came out of the bad time. Also, it came out during COVID. Yeah. It, it should have been like a medium hit, though. Even still, you yeah, know what I'm saying? True. Like that should have been a bigger song when it mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, y'all gonna play Kanye though in the club? I'm gonna play it if yeah. it's good. Yeah, one thousand. I'm actually excited because I was a big Kanye fan for the longest time, and then I wasn't the biggest fan of Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo, sorry, but. My like, I went to the Yeezus tour, bro. If you ever been to the, if you, did you go to the Yeezus tour, you know what the fuck to expect. From I mean, this Yeezus dude. Yeezus tour was probably one it of was hands down the craziest tour I've ever been into in my life. I would say one of the top three live experiences of my life. Yeah, it, oh, wow. it was insane. It I was, went three times. Insane. It was just beautiful. It was like, like I, it was what I would imagine back in the day, like going to an opera. You know. Like when Mozart mm-hmm. was alive, like seeing That's that scary. shit, you know, it was like, yeah, but what with like fireworks and the sound. And I mean, and fuck the, the fireworks, the it was just visually, it was just a mountain, it was just insane. Like the art direction was insane. It was just like, I, I never thought hip hop could look like so amazing. It was just mm-hmm. the most, one of the most beautiful, beautiful displays of like hip hop I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah, to this day. it was an amazing, and I went three times. So to me, that's the, that's the height of Kanye. So this sounds roughly along the same. And a lot of people didn't like Jesus. I love that album, but oh, that I sounds that like album. he's getting back into that headspace. And that was right after Watch the Throne and, and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which this kind of sounds like it. You, you, heard that, like you heard that line from Jay-Z in that, in that lyric? God in my cells, that's my celly. Made in the image of God, that's a selfie. Pray five times a day, so many felonies. Who gonna post my bell? Lord, help me. Hold on, Donnie, I'm with your baby when I touch back road. Total stop all of that red cap, we going home. With all of these sins, cast the stones. This might be the return of the throne. He said, like, well, this might be the return of the throne. Well, he said yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That would be epic. That would be crazy. I don't, I don't think they're doing an album together. Nah. Oh, no. I don't think Jay Z. Nah. Unless it'd be like a, 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 an EP or something like that. But I could see a project. Yeah. Maybe a couple I could of years. I could see a project. He already, he already named it Return of the Throne. That'd be, that'd be insane. Come on, that would shake up. That would shake up. I would, I would, yeah, I would anticipate that heavy. Yeah. I would love to see that. I would love to go to that concert. I don't know. You, you think people are like looking for that? Looking for another Watch the Dome too? Yeah. yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah. What are you talking about? Except, 
know, man. We we still playing songs off that album Why ten never? years later. Paris is still one of the biggest songs. <laughs> is that played out to you never right now? I don't now? know. For some reason, I don't feel like people not check up with Jay-Z no more. Mm-hmm. I think if he's with Kanye, it'll be different. Well, Kanye, Jay-Z hasn't dropped an album in five years either. Has yeah, it been five well, years since? Um, oh, yeah. four years. Four years. Sorry, yeah. four years. Not five. Four years. I was counting next one. I thought it was. Four I years. thought four forty four was less than that. I thought that was like two twenty seventeen. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's wow. what I'm saying. People haven't checked for. It. He didn't really have no club bangers no. on that one. Nah. Was it really? And then he did drop an album with um uh, the Carter Electronica. Oh shit! I forgot about that one. I was, I was saying yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like really checking for a new Jay Z. Everyone forgot about that one. Everyone yeah. forgot. About that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, did you I guys? Did you guys check out with the, Car- the Carters? Came out what 2018? That's right? another one. Yeah, the Carters. Yeah, I like that one, but that was like a weird album because it wasn't pushed as a Jay Z album. It's not a Jay Z album. Let's be honest. Yeah. It is a Jay Z. If he was no, on it, it was not yeah. a Jay Z album. <laughs> you guys still play ape shit? <laughs> You know, it's funny. I just, <laughs> I did play that over the weekend. Why? You see? <laughs> uh, it's, it, it was like a filler, but it, it just sounded good in the moment. And I just played it. Yeah. Oh, man. I have like a cool little remix of it. That you, uh, it just goes straight to the to the uh, chorus and it's had like a crazy beat, but did I mean, you, it didn't move nothing. But, but you know what? I, every time I used to play it, I used to play just Beyonce part. I never like, I used to skip Jay-Z part. Oh, man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Those, that Jay-Z verse is rough. It's rough on that, man. <laughs> that was one of his throwaway I mean? verses. He just was like, put it on the track. Yeah, let's, yeah let's but he made, he made up for a lot of that. Like, his recent verses have been on point, though. Like, the one that he yeah. dropped with Nas on the, the Khaled album. Yeah. He he that went off really on that joint. He he definitely yeah. went off on that. But yeah, the ape shit, I was just like, that whole album, the Carters, I feel like yeah. J- Jigga mm. was in a weird place. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that was like his apology tour, or wasn't it? Like he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, oh man, it's kind of this is a good segue. Did you guys see uh, Rolling Loud? Any of the any of the shit from Rolling Loud? Why watch watch a few like a couple of clips? clips. Yeah, yeah. I got. To, I think I saw like the Jack Harlow performance was part of it. The baby, uh, Kodak Black. Did you see? <laughs> did you see uh, the baby? His performance, he brought Tory Lanez out. I swear, yeah. right after Meg Thee Stallion performed, yo, <laughs> that what, was almost like an awkward moment, right? Yo, what's up with the baby yeah. though? Like he moves real different, man. Like he moves like real fucked up, like the, like self-serving, you know, very <laughs> self-serving. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's a yeah he he's what I call a bottom line motherfucker. Like these motherfuckers who are all about the bottom line, which is yeah, like, he's all about himself. If, like if I'm not getting paid, I don't really give a fuck. Like the type of motherfucker, like like yo, remember like we did this together. He's like yeah, but you ain't making me money now, so why am I fucking with yeah, you? That was that was then. This is now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's that type of motherfucker, like a bottom line, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, what have you done for me lately, if, kind of motherfucker? If you, if you start, if you get hot again, then maybe we could talk. But for now, <clears throat> no, I ain't, I'm not fucking with you. Wait, let me play this one thing. Hold on. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks, put a cell phone like the L. Lady, if your pussy smell like water, put a cell phone like the L. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking nigga dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone like the Let's be up. real about this shit. Let's keep it fucking real. Some of y'all niggas suspect as a motherfucker. Let's be real. <laughs> so this motherfucker's like, he's saying some anti-gay shit, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. Live at a concert, and then he had a song with Little Nas X, right? <laughs> right? Like you said, he in his mind that was a year ago. He yeah, that was that. right. Yeah. And then like he made a song with Meg Thee Stallion, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Cry baby. Cry baby. And then he yeah. brought Tory Lanez out, which is a hit. And he brought Tory Lanez out. And is he is he trolling? Or like, what is he doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, yo, I I, read, I was reading this tweet. Um, it's a random tweet. Uh, this person, Jojo Suya. I don't know, but it was it was interesting what she was saying. I'm just gonna read it real quick. We are at the helm of what is about to be a revolution in hip hop, and I think that's uh, what has some of the rap boys losing their minds, specifically dudes like the Baby and Tory Lanes. She called them lames, Tory lames. I have a theory based on some things I've observed, but I see a lot of things coming. For the first time in a long time, we're witnessing a massive amount of women in rap. I don't think we've ever had this many girls at once, and they're dominating the charts. And the kicker, they're being embraced by the OGs now. This is unprecedented. The tides have turned. The boys are shaking. They're the minority now. It's harder for them because they can't twerk or rely on sex like they forced the girls to. Their double standard backfired. So what did they do? Click up. When Megan checked the baby for hanging with Tori, the baby told her that he can't let her beef stop his checks. This was an interesting thing to say considering Tori never brought him a platinum record like Megan did. In fact, Tori's has been in the game two times as long as Megan, and yet Megan has lapped Tori ten times over. Business-wise, it would, it would behoove the baby to have stuck with uh, Team Meg, right? But the boys are scared of the pussy take, rap takeover. They're shaking and throwing up uh, over there. Sick. There are two things I foresee needing to happen in the future that would cement the female rap takeover, and when they do, it's going to be over for the boys. They might want to choose their teams wisely. So do you think... Like, I don't, I don't know what she's... like. Cause this dude, the baby, got on the mic, and he started saying, "Yo, if you ain't got AIDS, make some noise, right?" Mm-hmm. And then he said, "Like, if you ain't sucking dick in a parking lot, make some noise, right?" Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "If you if your pussy tastes like water, make some noise, right?" He's saying some anti-gay shit over here, right? Yeah, to me, yeah. in, my, in my view, right. Mm-hmm. So, like, I I don't I think what she's saying, like, do you agree with what she's saying that these dudes are threatened? There are, do you think I, don't think so, I don't think so at all. I think his I was gonna say, I think what the baby did is completely the views and opinions of the baby, not the rap industry as a whole for male artists. You know what I mean? And it sounds like she might have an issue with the Tory Lanez thing, which is okay. That's that's completely fine. But I don't think it's a threat. I don't think it's a, something that these artists are thinking about in the back of their heads, like, oh, the women are taking over, so we should be nervous. I don't think that at all. I think you know. This we are experiencing a level of hype for these women that they probably haven't experienced all at once. Maybe like a Missy Elliott here, a Lauren Hill here, a Lil Kim and Foxy Brown here, but never all of these women collectively at once having bangers. And I think it's good for the industry. I don't think it's it's a threat at all. You know, I, I understand what, what she's saying as far as it being unprecedented territory, but I don't look at it as a threat. I think see, what I, I think you're seeing the baby it. is done might be an issue, but I don't see it as a threat to the industry for these dudes at all. But don't you think, I don't think they see the women as threats either. But don't you think you're looking at it from a DJ perspective? You're not probably, looking at it like a rapper, probably. right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, never I mean, yeah, won't. no, you're probably right. Like, I'm probably looking at it from a, a musical standpoint. Because we're like the DJs, we're like, yo, club. cool. Like, we got we got good music to play. Like, we'll play these. Yeah. We'll play these <laughs> yeah. hits. Whether yeah. I don't. I haven't fuck. seen like so many females dominate the charts. Yeah. All at but, the same time. Yeah. Between like, Megan, before, they would be like every year they'll have like maybe one, maybe two. This year it's just like a bunch of them. Doja yeah. Cat, City Girls, Meg, Lotto. Sweetie, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lotto, Cor- Cor- Lee, that's sure. Corlaray, yeah, Corlaray, Lotto, Erica, Erica Banks, 
Mulan. Yeah, man. What's it? The Bia Baya. I don't L- know L- her name. Oh, Bia. Yeah, yeah. 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 The chick on was a Lotto. Lotto. Yeah, Mulatto. 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 Yeah, her. It's just yo. A lot of females out there that's take. I don't know, man. Well, I th- I think they're scared. Cardi B is probably the biggest like. You didn't mention Cardi, yeah. Car- Cardi's like if you take Drake, J Cole, Kendrick, and those guys out of the fucking realm. Cardi's the biggest artist, and then Megan Thee Stallion, and then Sweetie, and hip hop. They're running shit. And yeah. I never said Doja Cat. Doja Cat, and she's not even hip hop really. Even in yeah. even in R and B though. But she's rocking R&B. with hip hop. She's doing songs with um, Gucci Mane, Tiger. But yeah, even, best friends and best friends are massive like hip hop yeah. records. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Even I even, consider her hip hop. Even women in R and B are taking over. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Mariah the Scientist. Have you heard her album? It's fucking great. Like Snow Allegra. Fucking her. You know Snow Allegra. Yeah. yeah all these women are taking over. about to come out. Her. You know, like Georgia Smith, Georgia Smith, everyone. There's just like, I feel like, do you, I mean, I feel like there's some truth to what she's saying, but I don't know something. Yeah. I feel like these dudes are kind of like being like extra. I don't know. Do you feel they, like they feel emasculated where they have to like pump their chest out a little bit more? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, yeah. I think that's part of hip hop though, man. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think the baby's always been that way. And I think that's always been a part. That's always been a component component of hip hop. You know I feel I mean? like he Especially was throwing. Like, I feel like he was throwing shots at Little Nas X too, because of that whole Little Nas X kind of blowing up and shit, and mm-hmm. and and getting a lot of Twitter, uh, social media buzz and everything. Yeah. And then him saying that at, at Rolling Loud, like, "Yo, man, if you ain't with that gay shit, make some noise." You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. look how look how desperate and scared the baby looks, bro. He brought <laughs> Tory Lanes after he this he he was like, "Yo, I'm not with him or nothing like that," and he brought him out. And just to make Megan look bad, he shot at Lil Nas X. He kind of offended the whole gay community. And it's because he's scared. Like, bro, he talks about how a big, tough guy and street dude he is. He's going against all codes. Bro, he's like, like, he's going up against all codes. He's switching on people. It's just to make him, like, it doesn't make him look good. It makes him look scared and fragile. Like, look what he's doing on stage. He brought out Tory Lanez. I don't know if he. And looked- I feel like the crowd was hella like confused. Yeah. And he brought him out like it wasn't like a huge uproar. I mean, social media was confused as well, man. But <laughs> <laughs> like, the crowd was like, "Oh shit!" Anyway, we're, we're we're going to like over almost two hours, so we we should probably end this. But before we end this, we should you know pay our respects and, and show our love for like a hip hop icon, a pioneer, mm-hmm. fucking Bismarcky. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. This whole thing with him kind of fucked me up because he's, to me, like, I feel like a lot of the pioneers and the major old school icons are kind of still around, right? So, mm-hmm. a little bit, yeah. I think having him pass was kind of, you know, he was kind of like one of the first figures of hip hop that I remember when mm-hmm. I was, you know, growing up in New York and. And then, and never you were probably you were you were outside outside when, when his yeah, shit man. was popping. Yeah, man. When he first right? started, man. Yeah. Everybody knew Biz, man. It's like, yeah, this shit hit hard, man. But the, he, he kind of changed the whole landscape of like hip hop to me, right? He offered like this. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the Fat Boys kind of offered this like humorous approach to hip hop or something. But I feel like it was. But when he came out, it was like it wasn't as humorous as the Fat Boys, but it was like more street. 
slash humor. Why Fat Boys is like more right commercially humor for that crossover appeal. Yeah, the but Fat Boys is like still fat, keeping yeah. it street. Fat Boys is like His, slapstick, like little like slapstick, like physical comedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah like the Three Stooges yeah, or yeah, some yeah. shit like that. I mean, it was just Bismarck was like another. We've never seen. He was just so unique, right? He was just like even as a DJ. I remember watching mm-hmm. him DJ. I never got to see him really, really perform, but I've seen him DJ. And he was like, he's not technically the best DJ, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, he was like the most captivating. Like, I couldn't take my eyes off of him. Like, I remember I was he with was, yeah. I was with like a bunch of homies and we were it was at Pangea. It was like he was he was doing a private event and uh-huh. my boys were like, yo, let's bounce. And I was like, nah, like I'll meet up with y'all later. And I ended up staying by myself just to like finish a set because I was just like, I was like, I want to hear what he plays next. I want to hear yeah. what he says and his like his mic work and the way he the the variety of music that he would play was like was crazy. It was like, yeah, man, it was really great. Um, mm-hmm. And then just growing up to his music was insane. Like, Dude, yeah, man. Like, like, like I said, yo, his all his music back in the days was just like that's what you heard in the streets of New York. Nobody beats the biz, make the music with your mouth. Mm-hmm. Fucking picking actually that song picking boogers, that beat was used by So to Soul and like every R and B song in the early nineties. Yeah, they yeah. took that beat from Biz. I didn't know that. Like, like keep on moving that doom. Mm-hmm. That was picking boogers. Lisa Stansfield been around the world. Oh man, like every song that came out at that time was he was using that beat R and B. So never, never and I were talking a little bit more about him and shit. And I, and I was wondering like, what was your top ten? For Biz Marquee. And I, I have a I have a top ten. Start All with right. the number yeah. one first though. Number one is the Vapors. The Vapors. I love that song, man. I could, I could just, number one, Vapors. Number two, nobody beats the biz. Uh-huh. Number, number three, make the music with your mouth, biz. Four, pick and boogers. Five, just a friend. Okay, okay. Wait, wait. So just a friend is number five? Yes. Are you saying so? I grew up in uh, uh, like the generation probably after you, maybe like or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. So my level of Bismarcky hits is really different from yours. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm not surprised. You're, are you basing your hits off of how it was when it came out, the effect it had when it came out at the time? It's a combination of both. Because like to me, Vapors would always be my favorite biz song. So like because to, of that yeah. one line, nigga, please, you work for UPS, right? <laughs> <laughs> Alone. That's, yeah, the line, like, that's the line that did it for you? What's that? That's the line that did it for you? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. man. Especially at the time, yeah. Everybody's like, oh shit. But it was you gotta listen to the whole song. Yo, the, but go ahead, The Vapors is one of the illest songs ever. Because mm-hmm. it was just like that that payback song, yo. Exactly. Yeah, yes. like you there was never yeah. a payback song. And it was like, yo, like it was that that it was just that come up song, like, yo. Yeah. Y'all motherfuckers you hated made it. Me. That you yeah, made, it. made it. And then you, you, you the dissing the people that wouldn't help yeah, yeah. you get put on. Yeah. It was just so, one of it, 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 like the chicks that didn't want to hook up with you because you was working for UPS. But now you making money, everybody's like going your shit. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck you. You caught the vapors. It was just such an it was such a legendary song. But like yeah. my generation knew about Just a Friend first. Exactly. Yeah, then, I know. And then we learned about like, these other songs. So let me hear it. So let me continue. So I got four more. I got yeah, yeah. four more to go. Yeah. No, 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 you have five more, five more. You have just a friend five at five. Okay. You want me to go? Yeah. Okay, um, spring again. Six? Yeah. Really? This is something for the radio. 
Wait, wait, wait. Spring again before this is something for the radio? Yeah. Uh-huh. This is- I like the sample. It was like a Donny Hathaway, the butterfly sample. So that was like one of my favorite R&B songs that he sampled. So that's this is something for the radio. Let me turn you on. Yeah. The biz is going off, which is like the mm-hmm. first video where you actually saw Biz performing. And number 10 was the Death Fresh, uh, Death Fresh Crew. That was actually a Roxanne Chante song, but that was like the first time Biz was on wax and he was beatboxing during the whole song. Oh, wow. And that's the that's the part, I don't know if you remember that commercial uh, Meow Mits with the cat, meow, 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 yeah. meow, meow, yeah. meow, 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 Biz did that during the song <laughs> and with beatboxing. So yeah, that's number 10. Yo, so like my generation, Number one is Just a Friend. Mm-hmm. And then number two is The Vapors. Uh-huh. And then number three is Nobody Beats the Biz. And the only reason why Nobody Beats the Biz is so impactful to me is because that was like the go-to old-school classics record to hear on Hot 97 every time. They had like an old-school mm-hmm. thing. It was like Nobody Beats the Biz. We would hear that. And uh-huh. then and then number four is This Is Something for the Radio. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that beat is just iconic. That burn. I love that And then number five was Let Me Turn You On because I just, Uh I never, like that blew my mind when he was just singing horribly over there. (laughs) But the beat was dope. Ain't no stopping us now. Like, I was just like, what is this? You know what I'm saying? And then Mm -hmm. number six is Make the Music With Your Mouth. Like, I never really loved that song, but I respected like the history of that song. And it's just, Mm -hmm. I think it's just impactful. And then number seven is Young Girl Blues. I remember mm-hmm. I loved that song growing up. It was like a song about underage girls, right? Dating underage chicks. Mm-hmm. And then number eight, you probably don't like this one, but it's one of my favorite. It was like Just a Friend Part 2 was uh, What Comes Around Goes Around. To I the, hated that song. I love that song, man. <laughs> really? That beat was like mad slow. I was just like, ah. Really? I loved it. It was amazing. You know what, Jamie? We're going to end this episode on... That song, what comes around goes around. Just so motherfuckers can hear it. And then number nine is Biz is going off. Mm-hmm. And number ten was actually the first intro song. Uh, Biz had a compilation album ninety four, right? Called Biz is Bad as Beats, which yeah. is like his best, his greatest hits. Mm-hmm. And it was the one two beatbox freestyle he did. Yeah, I loved. It. I, I thought that was iconic because everyone sampled that shit, right? That was a dope you know, track, yeah. So like that was that's my. That was actually ten. a B side that came out, but it was never released. Oh, it wasn't as a single. Wait, what was it a B side to? Oh man, you know what? I want to say, make the music. I could be wrong, but it was a B side to something, because I know Marley Moore used to play it back in the days, but it was never. It wasn't on his first album mm. or the second. It was just on that um compilation album. So it's old. Two, so it's old. Two, so I see. I thought I thought he did that shit just for the uh-huh. compilation album. But yeah. I guess that shit is from nah, the Nah, 80s? nah, It was out before that. Oh, wow. All right. But yeah, I mean, fucking sad, man. With, yeah. with Biz. Rest I got You know, I got a great Biz story. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. First time I DJ with Biz was at the old light at the Bellagio. Mm-hmm. This had to be like 2003, 2004. It was New Year's Eve weekend. And Biz is DJing and fucking um, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, and Matt Damon was at the club. And Biz is, the place is packed. Biz killed it. So after Biz finished, I got on. And Biz went to hang out with those guys. So first one I played was um, Tipsy. 
yeah, yeah. which at the time had just come out. And it wasn't even out as a, I had it as a CD promo. It wasn't even out on vinyl. So I played that shit. The crowd went crazy. Yo, I don't know where you hear all hell's like footsteps. Biz ran into the booth. Yo, what is this? And I was like, yo, this is tipsy, man. J- what was it? Jay, what? Jaquan, Jaquan. 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 Like, Jay, yeah, tips. Yo, yo, let me get that. I'm like, nah, man, this is like my only copy I have. Even though I had like a, I burned it for another CD. Yeah. But I was like, nah, man, this is, nah, I can't, man. And he did like, oh, come on, man. You know how he does the, <laughs> come on. <laughs> he did that. Come and I started on, laughing. Man. I'm like, man, you know what? After the song played, I'm like, yeah, man, yo, take this shit, man. <laughs> come, come on. Come on, come man. On, man. <laughs> That's amazing. Yo, yeah, did you man. ever, did you ever see him? Did you ever work with, uh, like DJ with him again or anything? I DJ with him like two years ago. I did a private party at Light. Oh shit. At the New Light at Mandalay Bay, which is a coincidence. Yeah. I've like ne- I, yeah, he, I opened for him and he got on and shit. I've never seen him live. Have you seen him live before? Just- I've never seen uh, him live. Nah, just nah. only like at the Apollo Theater where he performed, Showtime at the Apollo. Oh, that you mean all that. But I heard he used to kill it, his live shows, especially at Union Square and like all the old school hip hop venues. It was like, yo, he used to fucking kill that shit. The crowd used to go crazy. I wish I could see yeah. that, man. I wish I could see it. Yeah, uh, man. Anyway, man, rest in peace, Bismarcky. Yeah, we lost a, a, a legend, man. I know, Fuck. I know Jamie the Great's bored. He's like, yo, what the f- what is what <laughs> No, you know, no, right? I'm listening. I'm no, listening. Like, I'm listening. He's like looking he's like, at his phone. Like, I'm uh, listening because my, mo- my, mom, my mom knew him as a DJ. She didn't know him as an artist. She was like, yo, DJ died. And I was like, a DJ died. She's like, yeah, Biz Marquee. I was like, oh shit, you know who Biz Marquee is? And she's like, yeah. And she starts singing the song, uh, Just a Friend. I was like, wow. I never thought in a million years she knew that song. I feel like, even you, I feel like he, he just was. made that shit up right it, now. Even if he was a DJ, even worse. <laughs> I feel like Jamie made that shit up right now. No, I kid you not. I'm yeah, he had like, to think about it. Like he's no. sitting there thinking, "Oh, can I, I add to this?" And then my and then my mom no. sang the song. And she was doing the dance moves and shit. She was doing everything. <laughs> she was doing the biz. <laughs> she did. My mom said, "Oh, come on, man." No, <laughs> um, nah. All right, man. We're gonna end it over here. So if you want to watch this episode on YouTube or view some of our older episodes as well, you can go to YouTube.com/slash Road Podcasts. Like, comment, subscribe. We post new episodes every Thursday. Every Thursday, y'all, without fail. So definitely come check out the new episodes on YouTube on Thursdays. And, um, yo, once again, rest in peace, Bismarcky. Love you, man. Um, yes. And we out, y'all. Peace. Peace, y'all. Goes around. What comes around goes around. What comes around goes around. What comes around goes around. around. Sitting here reminiscing back through high school. Whenever time I see your girl, you know that I drool. Daydreaming in the class, thinking what would I say when I saw you, but you never looked my way. It started freshman year and last year straight through the 12th grade. I have to give it to you, though it was top shelf, babe. I asked myself time and time again, what was it? About me to make you treat me like a buzzard. I speak to you with a hall and you ignore me. You keep walking and talking like you never saw me. You didn't have to conversate with me, I can say that. It would have made my day if you just had waved back. I used to buy you candy lollipops and gumdrops. I even pack an extra sandwich in my lunchbox. You're treating me like dirt and everyone in the school knows. You call me out my name. 
and crack jokes on my school. If anyone could make you feel good, girl, I could. But you give me that look like you don't want to be bothered. But that's okay. Just keep on front and see. Because one day I'm going to make it and you'll be wanting me. Been trying hard ever since I graduated to make it big. And yes, I finally made it. Been dig with your videos and TV. Now everywhere you go, everybody knows me. Now the tables have turned and now it's me, your whore. Now I turn up my nose and keep on walking. You see, ladies mob me in clubs frequently. And you make it your duty to come and speak to me. Remembering how she played me in the past. Yeah, we could talk. I'm in a rush. Please make it fast. And we can start off with all the men you've been with. Don't come power that just a friend bit. Remember how you used to diss me and play me out how Come, you got so much stuff to talk about now. The words around town that you're on the money tip. But sorry, I can't do nothing for you, honey dip. Support so me as I make my way to the dance floor. And over to the bar because that's what I came for. Cuties pepper me with champagne and roses. As I think to myself, thank God for showbiz. Everywhere I turn, girly throw with me rhythm. Drinking and thinking who would be my victim. Here comes that girl that used to diss me. She whispers in my ear, can she come hope with me? Yep, get your coat, and we could shoot north. Took her to the crib, but cold knocked the boots off. After I got it, yep, I never did call back. Thinking how she used to front like she was all that. It's a new game, and the odds are my favor. Caught the vapors and nothing could save her. Huh. What comes around goes around. What comes around goes around. You know what I'm talking about. What comes around goes around. What comes around goes around. Uh 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 uh. uh. What comes around goes around. What comes around goes around. You know what I'm talking about. What comes around goes around. What comes around goes around. Around.